0: Hello, everyone. All right. It's May 31st recording. You'll hear this on June 1st. Summer is upon us. And you're going to the beach, you're going to the park. And one of the frequent things that I personally feel like I need in my life, and this is not sponsored, by the way. So do not fast forward. This is not sponsored. One of the things that I feel like I need in my life at the beach or at the park is some sort of support you know, I don't want to be sitting in a chair, but I also don't want to be fully just laying on the ground. But you can't really bring a pillow to the park or the beach. It's a little weird. Let me tell you something. There is a product. There's a brand called Bolala. La, And it is the most amazing product for anyone who goes to the Parker beach. Basically it's a bean bag that's like the size of a pillow and it has handles on it. So it kind of like you carry it, like you carry a purse and they look super cute, very sporty. They come in fun colors. They come in colors to match your outfit or colors to match your bikini or your swimsuit. And they're just these small portable bean bags that function as essentially like neck and upper back and head support at the beach or the park. So you can be in one of these environments relaxing and truly super comfortable. It really brings your outdoor leisure experience to a new level of comfort. So you have to check out Bolala. This is not sponsored. Anyway, it's called Bo-la-la. I'll put the link in the show notes, but please you need to do yourself a favor and get one. Also they're under $100. They're the best gift. Get it for a college student, a teenager, you know, anyone in your life who goes to the beach or the park. This is the necessity they never knew they needed. Bola. la. Check out the link in the show notes. Okay. Love you guys. Enjoy the episode. It's a fun one. Chandler, are you ready to record or how long are we going to wait? I'm ready. I've been here this whole time. Just kidding. so annoying. I'm just kidding. That was our intro. Well, 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 welcome everyone. I am running late. Chandler has been here. Let the record reflect that. I've been very on time for probably the last six months. Okay, that's a little bit of a stretch, but the past two episodes, sure. The past two recordings. I'm just saying you're taking the grace period a little too uh, to heart a little too much to heart if you will i honestly forgot we were recording until i until yeah. kagan asked I'm- me if i could go pick him up lunch and then i realized what time it was you're unbelievable <laughs> okay 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 let's get into it you guys welcome to another episode of pop apologists podcast you wow. put on your radio voice in a strong suit <laughs> Well, I guess the reason I'm doing that is because, Shanna, we've been asked to reintroduce ourselves Mm -hmm. to our audience because I guess we have some new listeners. I would like to think that I'm a woman who needs no introduction, but apparently the opposite is true. (laughs) Absolutely not. No one knows who the F we are. So I guess (laughs) we have to explain it, why we have a podcast, why we're here. So to start off this episode, should we do housekeeping or should we take it back to who the F we are? What's the housekeeping you've got? I don't keep track of the housekeeping. You do. Yeah, of course you don't, because I take the responsibility. I take the yep. mantle of responsibility upon my you shoulders. sure do. And it looks podcast. great on you. And it looks great. Okay, there is some housekeeping, so let's go through that. First of all, when you are hearing this, this episode is going to be premiering, posting, mm. happening on June 1st. So that what that means is that we are doing another giveaway. So... The giveaway is for a $500 shopping spree. Whatever you want, 500 bucks, you get to go on a shopping spree on The Pop Apologist. Huge. If you would like to enter the giveaway, share this podcast on your stories, include a link where someone can quickly, 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 quickly tap and listen. You could post your favorite episode. You could post to this episode, whatever you want. And we just ask that you share the podcast if you love it. Honestly, this helps us grow so much and we just kind of hope that you would already want to be posting about it. So with that, please do not say this is a part of a giveaway or anything like that. (laughs) It completely invalidates everything. I mean, when's the last time any of you, you know, people ever clicked on something that was for a giveaway? Like. If anything, that is just I I speed by it at, you know, twice as fast if I know it's for a giveaway. Exactly. We're basically just paying our listeners who are already listening to share the good word, which they should be doing already. But, you know, this is a podcast about being lazy, about working soft. So sometimes you got to motivate the people like attracts like, if you Mm -hmm. know what I mean. You know, it is a dead (laughs) giveaway when you post and say that it's a giveaway okay we have belabored that point the mm. next item of housekeeping is that chandler the patreon has been yes. lit and on fire we have a 16 part recap of the johnny depp trial and here is something else i want to disclose please do. episode 16 was really fun a mm-hmm. wonderful story about you growing up. Just truly such a fun Patreon episode. So definitely a highlight. And then I also wanted to point everyone to episodes 17, probably through 19 or 20. Because this will probably be a 20-part series is my assumption. Something a 20-part like series. Can we talk about that for a second? Well, we have days 22, 23, 24. And then I'm sure we're going to do a, a – um, like a – I mean, like some sort of a summation almost, after the verdict, right? It's almost laughable because I don't know a single thing that is a 20 part thing. <laughs> like, clearly, we don't do great at us being very succinct. <laughs> That's why we have a podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's been a six weeks of trial, and to do any right. less really would not be doing justice to this justice for Johnny Depp movement. Or, as Amber would say, Uh, a complete and total smear campaign where she will be hopefully exonerated. Yes. So regardless of what you believe, it's going to be a 20-part series. This is, I guess, what I'm trying to get at. I've heard, and I have not watched them yet, the last days of trial are truly the juiciest. I think that it is going to get really spicy. So I'm very excited to do those recordings with you. And so those next episodes will be coming out. And then we have a Royals Deep Dive that's coming to the Patreon in late June. So lots of fun stuff happening over there. If you want to access the, the Patreon channel, what should you do? you can go to patreon.com slash pop apologists or there are plenty of links in our stories or highlights. You can give me a phone call. You can call me and I will tell you how to sign up for the Patreon. Yeah. customer service. Yeah, seriously. I'm available 24 7. Okay, well, very well. We have done our self enough self promotion for one episode. Let's move on to the actual content. Let's reintroduce ourselves, the pop apologists, who we are. Yep why this podcast began Chandler go for it this podcast (laughs) began originally thank you Lauren I have the floor this podcast originally began in 2016 when Lauren and I and our friend Megan we decided to put our musings on the airwaves like three people listened and nonetheless it was a little too spicy for our parents liking they threatened to pull our phone bill Or just honestly pull our phone service and no longer pay our phone bill unless we took it down because uh, we'd made some choice comments about Orlando Bloom's paddleboarding nudes, if you'll remember that iconic moment. So with our parents' threats, we quickly took down the podcast and, you know, decided that our phone bill was too expensive (laughs) for us to pay on our own. And we, you know, went off the air. Then cut to 2020 and... You know, Lauren and I are more bored than ever, and we decided to start it back up again. And we haven't looked back ever since. Yeah. So I think that we thought we were really special and that we loved Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. Back in 2016, we thought that that was like a very interesting take. We were not scorning them, we were actually just enthusiastic about their love, enthusiastic about all things Kardashians. I think it was also coming from like going to a fairly conservative religious college. Our enthusiasm and exuberance for pop culture, for a family that really leads with their tawdriness, you know, felt, hmm. it felt a little bit exciting. It, it felt unique and it wasn't unique. It was actually like an extremely common attitude to have at the time, but we felt pretty special. And so we thought, well, you know, let's create a podcast called Pop Apologists where we are Serving in the apologist function, where we're explaining why pop culture is exciting, why we should love the Kardashians and Kanye West, and why we should love all things Housewives and all of that. The ethos of pop apologists is really embracing everything you love that maybe you feel a little guilty about loving. Like whether that's, you know, loving luxury, whether that's what? No, I'm just laughing at loving luxury. (laughs) (laughs) Whether that's loving luxury you know, whether that's loving celebrities, whether that's loving um, not working. Chandler and I are really big on that working sucks. And we're pretty honest about that. And we're very over girl boss culture. And so Pop Apologist is really about just embracing exactly who you are. Absolutely. That is our motto. What a great manifesto you just explained to the audience. Lauren I couldn't have said it better myself so thank you <laughs> you're welcome there's your radio voice <laughs> I mean yeah the podcast is just nonsense and it's always really hard I feel like when people are like what's your podcast about because I'm like well it's really about nothing and also everything yeah um, it's like really about celebrities in our lives that's yeah and it's basically the half it, and half the intersection of celebrity gossip and our very boring lives Lives, basic of lives, total basic, yeah. basic bees with unremarkable lives. Yep, exactly. So, I hope that gives people some background on who we are. Welcome, any and all new listeners. We're happy to have you, Lauren. Should we just get well, into Q and A? I kind of want to say no, no. I think we need to explain more, like who we are in terms of where we grew up, what we majored in in college, our deepest dreams. At least a top line biography, and then maybe some Q and A would be good before we get there. Okay. So a little bit more background on us. We were born and raised in Orange County, California, mostly in San Clemente. Laguna Niguel in San Clemente. Yeah. Lauren spent most of her adolescence in Laguna Niguel. I spent most of mine in San Clemente.
1: We have Um, a five-year age gap,
0: which Chandler never tires of reminding me of. I am 31. Chandler is nearing 30, but she's 27 currently. (sighs) She's nearing 30. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. I am nearing thirty, and I'm honestly very excited for my for my thirties. I feel old as hell, um, so it's, <laughs> it's honestly just right for me to be nearing thirty. So yeah, I've actually never felt youthful. I'm not gonna lie. I've basically never felt <laughs> youthful in my life. Like you know, how people are always like, "I still feel 17. Chandler's right. like finally nearing the age that she feels. You know, I've I've been like thir- inside my head. I've always been like thirty five. Okay. Okay, I like that. Maybe closer to forty, but I've always just kind of been like that. I mean, I remember I I loved talking with my friends' parents. Like, whenever I would go over to my friend's house, I would long for like the the intro ten minutes where their parents are just kind of hanging out, asking you like personal questions because I could just gab forever with my parents' friends. Yeah, and honestly, our friends' parents were way more interesting than our friends. So At I time. longed for those conversations as well. Right. Okay. So, anyways, I yeah, Lauren is my older sister, five years. Don't get it twisted. And we both currently live elsewhere. We don't live in Orange County anymore. I live in New York and Lauren lives in Puerto Rico. Yes, we have. I mean, Costa Rica. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone always confuses Puerto Rico for Costa Rica. Like, right, Lauren? Constantly. Constantly. Mom still asks me how things are going in Costa Rica. And I just, you know, smile and say going great. Going great, Deb. No, she finally has gotten it straight, but for a while, for many months, it was Costa Rica. Yes, I live in Puerto Rico um, with my fiance, Kagan. Why do you and- live there? That's what everyone always asks. People always ask why we live in Puerto Rico, and there are some amazing tax incentives to living in Puerto Rico, and also, we just wanted adventure. We wanted to experience something new. We wanted to do something a little bit more, you know, roadless traveled. Ever read a poem, Chandler? <laughs> everyone this is a critical part of the podcast lauren studied philosophy and was a poet like (laughs) in 10 years ago she was a poet and you will be reminded of this at least every other episode sometimes more often but count on it every other episode no i'm only taking a break from poetry right now like i will go back Mm, to being a poet and i am a poet i highly recommend looking at my poems lauren bledsoe poet if you google that you can She's read published. My, you can read my published poetry. <laughs> Thank you for doing my bio for me. Is it kind of depressing how like your high art stuff didn't really take off, but your low art <laughs> stuff did? Unfortunately, the stakes are very low with the academic poetry world. So no, Shannon, yeah. I'm actually happy that my low art my, that my lower Endeavors. art form have seemed to got have seemed to gotten some traction because those at least, you know, can put some coin in my pocket, unlike right. my poems. Yeah. Some traction is is the key word there. Keywords. But anyway, no. So, yes, Chandler and I were raised in Orange County, California. Raised very conservative, religious. Raised m- Mormon. Mormon. This is not a post-Mormon podcast, though. We really don't talk about it. Very- <laughs> That's my disclaimer. We don't really talk about it that much. Um, we both did go to BYU. And just a quick note: I left Mormonism when I was a junior in high school. This this story is about me. This really, oh, this podcast you loved, But then you're me. speaking for both of us. You're going in and out of just speaking for yourself, then for both of us. You're not giving me any airtime. I'm just kidding. Yeah, Chandler left in high school, and BYU ended up being an amazing experience. Ultimately, we did both end up getting wonderful education, meeting are the greatest friends of our lives. Only have positive things to say about those hollowed halls. Right, thank you. That was stunning speech. I graduated debt free. Chandler did not somehow. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> yeah. Did anyone ask about my my student loans? I'm sure that was you know just tons of questions about my student loans. I went on a study abroad. Okay, that I don't talk about frankly enough on this podcast because she is still paying the piper for that and it's one of her I, biggest. Maybe regrets. I haven't paid in years. Thank you, Joe. They're gonna forgive me of this loan. <laughs> Yeah, gosh, I can't wait to hear about all all the free stuff I missed out on because I worked during college. But anyway, <laughs> after college, my glittering career as a poet. Are we hit getting skits? into this? Are we seriously going here? Nobody yes, asked for this. People are asking. No, who this is gonna, we are. Gonna be, I'm gonna blink and it's gonna have been 35 minutes. <laughs> okay. Top, Top line. line it. Okay, fine. Yes, Chandler and I live in Puerto Rico. I run a. I don't live in Puerto Rico. You oh, and I sorry, do not. <laughs> You always confuse me with a Kagan. Guys, I don't accept access this, but Lauren always will accidentally be like, baby, to me on the phone. Because she thinks she's talking to Kagan for a split second. And then I'm like, stop calling me baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I live in Puerto Rico with my fiance Kagan, and Chandler, yes, lives in New York. She's a glittering Manhattanite living a very glamorous cosmopolitan life. This she will remind you of constantly, and it absolutely is her personality. You'll hear about this every episode, not every other episode. You'll also hear about how she once lived in LA and also San Francisco. So get ready to throw up. I hope you have a barf bag when you listen to Pop Apologist because you're going to need it um there's Sorry. a lot of low-key flexing on this podcast Tri-coastal. anyway oh gosh <laughs> not technically three different coasts but kind of this is not our full-time job Chandler works oh. for where do you oh work God. Chandler I work for Mark Zuckerberg I work at Meta also known as Facebook and I run a startup called retain finance so this is not our full-time gig and what else what else is there I have a boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Chandler has recently started dating someone. So that's great. Um, that sounds like I literally started dating him like two weeks ago. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm trying to minimize your relationship. You know it's weird? Effect, but it didn't really work. You have been, you've been minimizing me. You've been tearing me down since yesterday's Patreon. Uh, yeah, I started dating somebody like last year, the beginning of last year. We've actually been dating for like as long as McCall's been on her mission, which, which is kind of crazy. McCall is our youngest sister who's currently on a mission and she's coming back from her LDS mission next month um Correct. but anyways her that timeline for her is actually more about me and my relationship because it's crazy that we've been dating for that long and we did long distance there's lots of early episodes about our relationship and he actually came on the podcast a couple months ago and that's the mr new york episode yeah if you want to hear two people in a honeymoon phase and again bring your barf Just, bag i refer you to mr new york episode. you know Just over kidding. we were over a year and in, into dating okay wasn't quite honeymoon phase it really it really is a very special, special bond that they share. And I think that you'll be inspired. You'll be inspired. Maybe bring your spouse and listen to it with a candle <laughs> lit. Really, truly so special. So thank you, Chandler. So anyway, we are the Pop Apologists. Every week we bring celeb gossip and, you know, navel-gazy stories about our own lives to the airwaves. And people, some people like it. A few people really don't. And that's how we're rolling. Sorry. <laughs> That really was so funny. Some people really don't like it. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's true. I mean, unfortunately, we do have a few haters out there. Shout out. What's her name? Anyway, let's not get into it. Oh, okay. yeah. We, yeah, there's, we've got one troll. God we bless. Don't, we don't validate the trolls. We don't even care about them. We don't even think about them. Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. So let's get into the content now that we've brought everyone up to spade. Stop going on mute. <laughs> Okay, sorry. It's so annoying. It's because you hate my sniffles. I do hate your sniffles, but I would rather, I would rather you just not sniffle. Okay, let's let's move okay. on. Let's actually let's just do that right now. One okay. of the cute questions and answers was, "What weird quirks do you have?" And every time I bullied Chandler while we recorded an episode about her sniffles, I've always edited it out because I've just felt like a it's not a good look for me, and b it's, not a good look it's for me. so gross to hear to hear them. So I never leave it in. But I'm gonna but. I will say Chandler's quirk is that she, I don't know, has like a chronic runny nose oh and God. constantly <laughs> sniffles. Okay. You did not come to play. You literally have the claws out. I'm going to go so hard on you. It's when like it's a wet, turn. it's a wet sniffle and um, it's every 40 seconds. It's crazy. No, it's at least like because- every couple of few minutes and I have to edit it out of every podcast and you honestly, at some point I'm going to like put That's a lean, why on, we- lean on your future home. That's why we pay you the big bucks to do the to do the editing. Well, it's funny you should say that because at some point I'll get reimbursed for this. I've got a few notes. I got a nose job for a deviated septum. It didn't clearly do its job. I do have a stunning nose now, but my, you know, my sinuses are still subject to getting blocked. Okay. Yes. Chandler did get a rhinoplasty and she's very open about it. I had one procedure which I'm not open about, but it's very, it's very, it's a very uncommon procedure. That's why I'm not open about it. It's not a dime yeah. a dozen rhinoplasty like Chan had, but mm-hmm. I will say that Chandler's rhinoplasty. It looks really really amazing, but it's also just a maybe a more refined version of her former nose. So I would I think your original face feels very much intact. Like you still have the Chandler look. Yeah. Like pictures of your childhood, you literally look exactly the same. Right, right. It's it wasn't a honestly a dramatic nose job, but that being said, it clearly did not undeviate my septum. So I do sniffle, but I asked mom yesterday after you made this comment, I said, do I sniffle all the time? And she said, I've never noticed that about you. So well, I, hadn't I completely refuted it. I hadn't noticed it either until I was forced to edit it out of uh, of, of over 200 episodes of Pop Apologist. Okay. So. Well, thank you. Thank you. Why I'm, do I I'm say- glad you made me look like the most unsexy person alive. Why do I say two hundred episodes of Pop Apologist? Well, that's because there are over a hundred and four episodes on the Patreon bonus episodes. Okay. Plug, soft plug. She's always okay. hustling. She's always hustling. That's my. I am also the more business minded of the two of us. I would say I don't. We're not doing a, a trait analysis. No one asked for that. I just. I'm more of a hustler. I'm the it's Lisa Rinna true. of this of this duo, and I don't know what yeah. what Chandler is of the two of us. A tortoise, maybe. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not the hustler and yeah, I just don't have it in me. But anyways, thanks for all you do. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. What well, what's I'm just, my actually, work? I'm going back into it. I'm going to, I'm going to literally, I've got three different quirks. I've got, I'm not, I'm after you decided to go in all in on the sniffling, I'm not holding back anymore. I'm going to okay, talk fine. about it. I'm going to talk about it. Okay. Let's Lauren. Hear okay. When Lauren eats, she moans. And it's <laughs> really true. annoying. She's like, it's it's like, honestly, it's guttural. It's weird. It's uncomfortable. I honestly, I wish there was an hr. department that I could talk to about it. So she does that. I'm just very sensual. like as a person. <sighs> you're literally emrata. You're st- <laughs> <laughs> I just appreciate like I just do a lot of ooing and aing in general. i i i I experience pleasure on a different plane. I only wish you knew what okay, it was like to be are, you. Literally, are Emrata? <laughs> we're talking about Emily Radikoski. Emily Radikoski is who we're referring to. That's what we call her. Who we do believe is an actual terrorist on U.S. soil right. at CIA. Yep. Okay. So that's quirk number one. Mm-hmm. Quirk number two is that Lauren is constantly popping, cracking, adjusting. No, I told you. And you also, can't also use I don't care because it's I don't boring. Care. People have heard it before. I don't care. It's my <sighs> truth. Okay. Yeah, Just, I do. And, and so every time we record. She, we're like, okay, all ready to go. I'm sniffled out. I try to get all my sniffles out. And then Lauren goes, okay, wait, I just need to pop and crack. And then I have to listen to her pop and crack, ooh and ah. And it's honestly so grating. It's it's not good for our relationship. It's a symphony. It's a symphony of pleasure I thought you really – I guess you just okay. don't know what – it is. moving on to quirk number three. <laughs> Lauren is never far from a bottle of lotion because she has dry skin. She's like a reptile in that way. And so wherever you are, plan on – They're also being, wherever you are with Lauren, plan on there being a 40, you know, ounce tub of lotion nearby. And if if she doesn't have her 40 ounce tub of security lotion, she will then ask for olive oil at restaurants for her to then rub on her hands. Which is honestly the most classless thing that I've ever experienced. (laughs) Okay wow i cannot believe you told the olive oil thing <laughs> it is true i don't have I'm, i yes i do have dry skin but really i've chronically dry hands that's the problem and so i need lotion and if i don't they actually get in pain like actually mm-hmm. pain yeah um, i remember this is a little bit i remember there was one time i was on a first date and i asked if we okay Kagan just walked in perfect timing i can't even tell this joke anymore tell okay. the story tell the story tell the story Whatever, it's fine. Okay, so I was on a first date. You food? Thank you. I was on a first date, and I went to – I we I, I had dry hand. Like, my hands were dry, and I forgot my lotion. So mm-hmm. I stopped by the store because um, I, I need to pick up some lotion. Oh, my gosh. And so the guy's like, sure, I didn't think we were there yet. Disgusting. <laughs> he literally said that. <laughs> yeah. This should have been on the Patreon. Interesting. Okay. I know that is. That what does Kagan pre- say? Pretty. Oh, Kagan literally popped a Lacroix and was already in the other room. Did not care. <laughs> Did not care at all. So yeah. So 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 sometimes I get to a, a restaurant. I haven't brought my lotion with me. I forgot it. And yes, I can ask for them for a little bit of olive oil on the side. People use olive oil with bread. It's not that weird. And then surreptitiously, clandestinely, take it under the table. Or maybe above the table, whatever, and just pour a little bit on my hands, and I feel a tremendous amount of relief. You should be thrown out. Okay, I, it's it's fine anyway. That's that's actually a good tip for my our listeners with chronic dry hands. It's something you actually. It's like it's like an ailment. Not only is it an well, ailment. So is but my you sniffling. Re- well, so is my sniffling. You get bullied for it. You get bullied for it. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's okay, a choice. Okay. you've regaled us long enough with that. <laughs> Great okay what's the next thing i want to talk about self-tanning because multiple people have asked about our self-tan routines and i have a very specific setup that i would like to recommend to people so if i may i'll just go ahead and and give you my self-tan routine yes yes we are Okay, if you don't, don't bring a barf bag to the episode, bring a pillow because you might fall asleep. No, on, this Jim. is, I'm, not, I'm honest, I'm not going to like, t- okay, then you do your knees, then you do your, you know, tops of your hands. But I, I used to use santrope tropez and Emit and self-tan, you know, myself uh, with those tools every week, okay? Self-tanning brings me joy. It boosts my serotonin levels. I'm happier. I'm prettier. Everything's better when you're tan. So I do it all the time, even in the winter because I just frankly need it. I recently decided to upgrade this whole setup and go in on a spray tan gun with some friends in New York and it has changed my life. I now make Ben give me an airbrush self-tan every week. Okay. It is next level. I have such a gorgeous tan. It lasts for so long. It does create a little bit of a mess in my shower, but it's fine. You know, it's it's maybe another five to seven minutes of cleanup, but I have a gorgeous tan. So I have like my own airbrush gun and then I have like my own tanning solution. And then I just kind of rotate like using it with my friends. You better give credit where credit's due right now or we're going to hear about it. Courtney was the first person to do this setup, of course. Of course, the tastemaker of the fam court somehow just stumbled upon this beauty secret. I am not willing to stand with my, you know, legs at 10 and two and my arms in the air <laughs> and have Kagan under fluorescent bathroom lighting just spray me. It's just not my vibe. Um, so, anyway, I stick with loving tan, which I absolutely love. So, I would like to do the, th- I would like to do your mechanism if I could do it myself. Well, that's never going to happen. So, I like to. Maybe you and the friends in Puerto Rico could do this. I just don't want people like, I don't want to be, sp- I I'm I, I don't know. It's too much. Con- oh, I, I love it. I don't. Uh, yeah. It's everything to me. I mean, I never have weird lines. It's just I, the application process. I don't want like getting fully nude in, from, in front of someone else and having them spray me. I don't want that. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, some, some of us are willing to go to greater lengths for beauty and it shows loving tan, ultra dark, Amazon, 45 bucks. It's phenomenal. Okay. Okay. That is my plug. And also mine gets darker than yours. Let's be honest. No way. No way at all. Okay. 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 Well, everyone look at our Instagram so you can be the judge. Mm-hmm. Okay. What else do people want to know? What other q and is there? What workout program do you girls do, including Courtney? what's with the laughing it's just funny because they're like including courtney <laughs> please include whatever courtney right does. right right um i mean i walk on my walking pad i haven't worked out in a few months right now so oh i think we should talk about the walking pad that's a huge part of our identity people have talked we've just talked about it ad nauseum okay, I don't okay. Want to talk about well that. i thought this was a reintroduction episode Yeah, no, it's not a rehash everything episode okay i i work out regularly and I do a combination of weightlifting and like long walks. And I am really into right now making sure that I hit like 12,000 steps every single day. That's amazing. Um, And I've really been interested in everything that Harley Pasternak has to say. He was on Ariel Lore's The Blonde Files podcast. And I've now tried to consume every single podcast. Maybe we should have him on. I mean, yeah, if he would come on, that would be amazing, but he's like a celebrity trainer and he, he trained like Halle Berry for Catwoman. And so anyways, and his biggest thing is like all about your steps and he doesn't care if that means running or walking, but it's just like, how are you getting your steps in every single day? And then I just, it's really like, I know everyone says that they're like a no BS approach, but like, he's really just like not schlepping you anything. And I just, yeah, I love all of his like outlooks on, on fitness. Can you tell me what number of steps he recommends? It's like 12,000. Okay, so he says I mean, 12,000 every day. Yeah, I think like that's the that's the reasonable amount, but that's that's a lot. Like is there a maximum? No, I don't think there's a maximum. I just think that like, you know, you should also be strength training as well and oh, resistance gotcha. training. Yeah. yeah. So like so, Okay, yeah. so I mean most days I'm between like 10,000 and 12,000. 60 seconds or less if you get a walking pad it's a portable treadmill you can put underneath your desk if you have a standing desk and then you can walk while you work while you online shop mm-hmm. while you write emails while you do whatever you need to do on the computer you can get your 10,000 steps in in like 80 to 90 minutes it's super easy and it's really actually like amazing and super and life-changing another thing to add to the walking praise Walking doesn't make you hungry. And so I think a struggle with doing intense cardio is just how much hungrier it makes you. And it's hard to kind of keep your diet in check as well as your if, if you're doing heavy cardio. And so walking doesn't make you hungrier, which I think is like the golden ticket. So it's like mm-hmm. you can still like eat really balanced, but you know, see results in your body. Yeah, absolutely. That definitely is one of the best parts about it. Okay. Someone wants to know about non chuggy Bridesmaid proposal gift recommendations. Trailer. I would say, what did you think about my bridesmaid gifts? Your I love not it. to talk so much trash. I'm like, they sucked. Well, I don't, I didn't get flowers. No, you didn't. You got a beautiful day at a cabana. Right. So that's, that's where I was going to go with this. I think you should give your bridesmaids something that they can actually enjoy and indulge in, like an experience or like something actually nice. I think that A lot of times bridesmaid stuff is like keepsake and it's like, well, nobody really wants to keep that. Like nobody really cares or wants like more stuff. I just always feel like when I think about bridesmaids gifts, it's like here's a wine tumbler that says, you know, bridesmaid. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I don't I don't think people want that. I'd rather like give people give every single bridesmaid a hundred dollar, you know, massage gift card or something. say buckle up because this is going to be you know a long road ahead you're going to need it yeah that's actually here's yeah that's that's actually a good idea so when lauren asked all of our good friends including me to be her bridesmaids or what, what are we calling her like the men in this group bridesmen i don't know bridesmen anyways when she asked all of us we had gone we were all on vacation together and we had a gorgeous poolside day at a very nice cabana with drinks and you know tons of food. And it was like an expensive, indulgent day. And then Lauren, you know, covered it all. And basically it was a gift to us to have that like really fun special day. Yeah. And I felt like, I don't know, that just felt for me like it's fun to give people an experience. So I think Mm -hmm. take someone to dinner and ask them or I gave one of my bridesmaids a pair of really cute earrings. So I think fine jewelry, especially staples. I think everyone can always use a pair of gold hoops. I think that's exactly what it is. It should just be something like, like that's not about you or your wedding. Exactly. That's just more about like, here, I think you would really like this. You're important to me. Here's a little token or memento to remember this moment. That's it. It's not like here's a a wedding souvenir, if that makes sense. Yes, absolutely. I also think flowers are great. I think flowers brighten a person's space. I think that they're not just a knickknack. That's going to be something they have to throw away. Right. I'm a big fan of flowers as a gift. Yeah. Um, Love flowers. You also send beautiful arrangements. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I mean, don't like send, send an actually beautiful arrangement, send some, go to a chic florist. Don't just do Mm -hmm. something generic. Um, So those are my non-chuggy ideas. And I love the massage channel. They're a very good idea. Thank you. I honestly giving people, I mean, some people don't like getting massages, but I love nothing more than a massage or a treatment. I recently went to a, did I tell you about this already? When I went to that day spa and I got a, a scrub, a body scrub. You did tell me where you got COVID on the on the podcast though not on the podcast but you did well anyways what was your question you're gonna hear it for a second time because I this was a, a new favorite type of service because it was a full body Korean scrub and it felt amazing and I felt like I'd been reborn with like baby soft skin and it was just like the coolest experience like you like you're supposed to sit in the jacuzzi for like 30 30 minutes before so that your skin, you know, really soaks. And then they just scrub you down everywhere, okay? What do they scrub you with? They have like a mitt or like a, just an exfoliating like, you know, towel or something. Okay. And then they c- constantly then re-pour like really nice per- like the perfect temperature hot water on you and and clean you off like and then continue to scrub. And it's just it's really cool. I like highly recommend doing that um if people have like spas. Was it good to remove all your self tanner? Because like well, I- that's the thing, that like I feel like I have such a weird buildup after doing it for so long. I'm not great at exfoliating. Like I'm not in that routine. I'm trying to be better at it. So I feel like I constantly get like weird splotchiness at times. Like because I'm just not great at exfoliating. It's really not a tanning issue. It's a me issue. Um, and so, anyways, this felt very good because it was just like fresh start. Okay. Amazing. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I need to do that. There, are, I'm sure there's nowhere in Puerto so, Rico. but All that is to say that I, I love an amenity, and I love a treatment, and I love a service, and those gifts are always welcome. Um, yes. Oh, that's a good idea. Yes. Any sort of luxury treatment, any sort of relaxation thing. Um, okay. What else do we want to get into? Oh, wait. Let's talk about on the Patreon episode. Mm-hmm. You and I had a moment where one of the witnesses for Johnny Depp was named Richard Marks. Yes. And that's also the name of Heather Dubrow's BFF, Richard Mm -hmm. Marks, the singer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Lauren, while diving into the Johnny Depp trial, um, one of the witnesses names was, was Richard Marks. He's the singer of the song, you know, I will be right here waiting for you wherever <laughs> I go. Oh my gosh, she would have stopped. That's terrible. <laughs> can, you, can you play a slice in that music, at least overlaid? Oh, whatever you do, I will be right
1: here waiting for you. Whatever it takes for how my heart
0: breaks. Okay, so Johnny Depp's witness was not the one. To To sing this song It's another Richard Marks Not the mm-hmm. same person But anyway Chandler and I were laughing About, the, about this And We decided Go ahead yes. No, no, go ahead So we decided to Just send the song Just share this Spotify link With both of our Respective partners And just see what they do Just, you know A middle of the day Out of nowhere Really romantic song link Okay Just send them the link To the song And mm-hmm. just see what happens Right Also it's kind of like A corny, you know 80s romance song at the Um, time i knew that ben was traveling back from montauk with his friends so he was in a car with you know two other gentlemen um and i just i hoped that he would you know coyly put his phone up to his ear and listen to it you know and send me back the lyrics he thought reminded him most of me so what happened um exactly what I predicted uh he just hearted it he never acknowledged it (laughs) he didn't say anything he literally moved on to some to another subject and then once I even responded and said haha that was a joke for pop apologist he didn't respond to it either so I don't think he listened I don't think he cared wow he hasn't addressed it since yeah well you know I'm actually doing the work because I had more of a development happen okay Um, not only that I recorded it so you ready for this oh my gosh yes okay so let me just set this up. So I was just going to bed, another room, and suddenly I heard from the other room, Richard Marx is right here waiting, oh wafting through the airwaves. <gasps> yes. So I immediately took my phone and hit record a video. Um, so I'm going to play this for you. Okay. I cannot wait. I hope Kagan was lighting a candle.
1: <laughs> I, <laughs>
0: like song. I
1: like the intro <laughs>
0: I'm just wait for the lyrics. The rapo chorus.
1: you <laughs> remix. Is that true?
0: Thank you. I love you. It's pretty good. i never heard anyone play it all way either. It's a good song. Well, no, no. This isn't for our first dance. This is just, um... <laughs> This is a
1: podcast. Oh, I'll Put some dishes in the thing.
0: Here. Okay, thank you. Podcast? Yeah. Huh? yeah, it's a podcast thing. Podcast? You have a podcast? It's not a joke. It's just a. It's like a. It's a corny '80s love song that um. You play on your podcast. Heather Dubrow's best friend or good friend is Richard Marks, who okay. plays this song. But I do love you, and I am every day waiting like, for you. I gotta it. get the dishes. In. <laughs> Play this on your podcast. So Kagan thought that I sent it to him as a potential first dance song, <laughs> which is hilarious. And then not only that, this is how pure and sweet he is. Not only that, he was like, it is pretty cool. It is pretty pretty. Oh, I've never no. heard someone play that before at a wedding. He was so supportive of it. It was honestly so tender. I know. Not jaded at all. I would have been <laughs> not like, "What jaded. is this corny. Like, I'm honestly, I would have been like, I'm so disgusted by your taste. I don't even know if we can go forward with the wedding. Truly. And that's the appropriate response. So I should actually be disturbed by his very pure, sweet response. Um, I think the best part is when I tell him that I am here waiting for him every day. And he (laughs) says, great. Got to put the dishes in the sink. (laughs) See you later. See you later. Uh, Okay. I Uh, have a wedding song to audition for you. Are you ready? Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. So I am looking for a first dance song. So yes, I would love that Please tell me This one came up And I want you to know that there are days Where this is the only song I exist off of Okay, are you ready? Okay, I'm ready You're going to know it from the instant it starts Make sure my volume's up, you
1: light me up and then fall Wait, I love this you. song
0: Vanessa Carlton mm-hmm. White Houses or a Thousand Miles? Oh my I'm god You don't even know Neither Oh gosh. Oh Pretty Baby by Vanessa Carlton. Wow. Let's just get to the chorus. Wait, this is the would be the creepiest, weirdest first song. First dance song. I think it's a lovely song. Okay, we're we're good I think there. It's, I think it's a really lovely song. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's really underground. Like, people do not really play it ever. They will not expect it. That's for sure. They will not expect it. Okay. And if you don't want to use it for your first dance song, I totally understand. But what about if there's yeah. a simple, small choreographed dance for Kagan with your bridesmaids? To Pretty Baby to Pretty baby. Carlton? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great idea. I okay, think perfect. that that's absolutely something we should we should do. Maybe a flash mob to Pretty mm-hmm, Baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love it, love it. No, I am looking for first dance songs, you guys, and I wanted to be. Maybe I can crowdsource some recommendations. What do you? Something a little unique. Do you don't have any love songs that you feel stirred something by unique I that I don't have to think about? Could it be like I a mean, Tim McGraw? Yes, but no, but Kagan doesn't like country, obviously, and I don't. Oh I can't have something that he doesn't like. Um, what kind of so no, it's tough. You like? He likes tropical house music. Hmm. Okay. That's a tough brief. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's not going to be a tropical house song. Um, but anyway, so that's going to be a no. So we're still, we're still searching. Search, search is still on. I'll keep looking. Okay. What else are we talking about this? So question is Harry Styles overhyped or just right amount of hype. Also Olivia Wilde. Mm. Um, I know this is going to alienate people, but here I go. I loved Harry Styles in One Direction. In fact, I felt very attracted to him. He was somebody I, yeah, part of that type of awakening type whole. Yeah, he was a part of the, you know, bleh. let me start over. Anyways, um, okay. Whew. I loved Harry Styles in One Direction. I'm keeping felt- all that in just because it makes you sound really <laughs> flustered for Harry just, Styles. Just I so am. I'm, tr- know. I'm trying not to be gross. Yeah, I'm keeping all um, that in. Oof, Go ahead. Okay. Very hot to me as a teenage girl very, very hot to me. He was my David Cassidy, you know, as mom loved David Cassidy. Anyways, um, I do not think his music is very good. Oh, I don't even know. Does he? I didn't even know he still played? He's music. like people are obsessed with his music and I'm honestly we're going to get like Harry fans coming after us but I just I don't find his lyrics to be that like powerful I just I can't really get on board with any of his music and it makes me sad because I do think he's like very fun I love his like style I think like he's a blast and he's like I honestly I I love the guy but I don't like his music see I don't care I don't know anything about his music maybe I'm showing my age um, I didn't I knew that he was in a band at one point I thought he'd moved on to acting but he is, he's doing both Okay. And I think I like him better as an actor. I'm so excited for the movie with Florence Pugh. Um, don't worry, baby, or something. Don't worry, darling. I think Anyways, ha- I can't wait for that. Harry Styles falls into the Timothy Chamolet family to me. Just yeah. feels frozen, like in a teenage look, which to mm-hmm. me is not what I'm after, as a red blooded American woman. Right. Um, so I I don't I don't get the appeal of Harry Styles. Not hot to me. Okay. Good to know.
1: Anyways, um, okay. That was one
0: one one question that I wanted to wrap up. Okay, great. Um, uh, Someone wants to know, someone wants to know bougie on a budget tips. I do have some tips for this. Okay. One of them is to, so this is a li- this is not exactly, I'm just going to tell you it like it is. You got to go to a five-star resort and sneak into the pool. That, will really fill your cup in terms Mm -hmm. of a need for a luxury experience without breaking the bank. Here is what I'm going to say. They're never going to come up to you and be like, are you staying here? Like dress well, look good and just walk in. Like just figure it out. The pool area will probably be locked a little bit, but you just kind of loiter a little bit strategically, wait for someone else to come in and then you just walk right in. It's no problem if they when you go to order a drink at the at the bar say oh we've already checked out we're waiting for a flight later the airline changed it on us can you believe it and you just <laughs> <laughs> it's not a problem and then they're you fine you're fine they're not even they don't care anymore you're right. just at the pool waiting for your flight um not a big deal. That's my advice. Sneak into a five star resort, mm-hmm. go to the pool, enjoy the pool, have a drink. It can, you, I can experience, can cost you as little as $20 and right. your cup will be filled. Yeah, agreed. Love that. Thank you. That's actually good advice. It is will really never, these people are not, they don't come up to rich people and start interrogating them. That's not the way these things work. Right. So right. once you're into the pool area, then all you have to do is say you've already checked you out and they're not going to bug you. Okay. All right. I am, I, um, when we were, anyway, never, I haven't done this since I was probably like 27, soft flex. But um, the last time I did do it, it really was a thrill because I was with three other girlfriends and it's just so fun to get away with it. So, yeah, I love that. Thank you. Okay. Let's see. I feel like we should do one more. Yeah, yeah, of course. Do you think Tom Cruise is gay? Yeah, definitely. Of course. I thought that was like known. Yeah. I just saw Top Gun though, and it was very good. I mean, I don't know why that refutes. It just does. It just does. Okay, but I just, anyways, I just his career is he's really doing well. Do he does all his own stunts too? I did not know that. Wow. Um, can we talk about our summer bucket list slash travel plans? I feel like people want to know what's going on with us right now because we've been in Johnny Depp world. Yeah. So everything. So. Let's talk about me. In my life, Mm -hmm. I am. We moved into our new place and it needed all new furniture and a light remodeling to the kitchen. And so I am neck deep in that. I'm also wedding planning in earnest now. And I am also working on this podcast and my other business. And so I feel very, very busy. Lots of decisions and lots of money Mm
1: -hmm. needs to be spent,
0: and decisions have to be made. So kagan and i were gonna try to travel a little bit in july but ultimately i just decided like we both decided together like let's just take a beat right let's pause on that maybe let's do some local trips um and pause on any like international travel right now because there's just so much happening and i feel a huge amount of relief over that yeah um so that's what that's what's happening on my end you know you made the right decision when you cancel plans and it feels like a relief. Exactly. Like there was a little bit of FOMO, but ultimately we just have way too much going on right now. And it just I like I I just want to be home for a few months. Yeah. So that's yeah, where I'm totally. coming from. Um, okay, cool. Anything else? We are gonna go to I think and we're gonna go to a few of the islands. So we're probably gonna do like St. Bart's, hopefully Anguilla, um, a few of the other A few of like the Caribbean islands that are here because, like, it's so hard to get to those islands if you live somewhere else. We want to take advantage of like living in Puerto Rico and being able to hop over. So we're probably going to do some weekend trips, and then um, that's really what we have planned so far. Chen, what are your summer travel plans? I I am going to California in like two weeks. Um, Yeah, I am currently am in California. I'm going to a wedding this weekend in Oregon for my BFF Molly. Um, it's going to be really fun. It's at like a Jewish summer camp and they've rented the whole place out and it's going to be like a blast. I haven't been to a like a wedding that's this extensive in a very long time. Um, so very excited about that. That's this so fun. weekend. Um, And then coming back to California for our little sister's homecoming from her mission. So I'm coming back to California for my little sister's homecoming from her mission. Um, And that's at the end of June. Um, July, I don't really have any plans. Maybe you're going to do something for Lauren's birthday. And then in August, I'm going to Cape Cod. So, so fun. Very jealous of the Cape Cod experience. Well, Lauren, I think we've done a great job of reintroducing ourselves and catching up on our lives And I will see you next week. Yes. We were supposed to talk about Kardashians, the most recent episode, but maybe we can save it for next week because this episode was good. It wasn't that great. And I will say next episode looks amazing. So we'll talk more about – we'll catch up on the Kardashians next week and get into all sorts of slub stuff. Hopefully this episode wasn't too self-indulgent, but you guys enjoyed the refresher. So love you guys. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to enter the giveaway. Love you. Bye. Bye.